Welcome back to Unleashing Leadership. This is episode 12. I'm your host, Travis Moss. And before we get started today, I'm going to do a quick shout out to our friend Dan. Dan's a longtime Digital Suits listener. Right before we dropped our trailer for this episode, actually, Dan emailed us and said, Hey, wouldn't it be awesome to have a podcast that was like a, um, a book club and we could talk about different books and get different perspectives on books that you guys are reading? I don't know how you knew that we were going to do this, but I guess this is for you. And thank you so much. And I think. Probably, Dan, if you've got those feelings, other people have those feelings too. And it was a huge confidence booster to get that email from you. And I, and I would love more feedback. And I want to make sure that we get to provide as much value as possible. And a little disclaimer to everybody listening, I am not a professional podcaster. Um, I'm upstairs right now in my game room in the house Saturday night um, trying to get caught up on this stuff. We just had a thunderstorm. It's wiped out like, you know. You can hear, th- it would have been pretty ominous. You'd hear thunder in the background, um, maybe some rain on the ceiling. I'm hoping the dogs don't bark, but I'm trying to do the best I can. This is a little bit of an outlet for me and and uh, I find it inspirational and um, I want to connect with more people who are thinking along these ways. So anyhow, thank you, Dan. Um, let's get back to what we're here today for, and that is to talk about from team of teams, what is a team? So we're just going to, this is going to... Um, Mark kind of a transition into some different topics that we haven't talked about yet with the book. And some of my favorite topics is we get to talk about our people and our and, and how we can inspire people. And um, the way I think about everything with teaming, um, number one is absolutely 100% essential. You have to be able to team. If you cannot team, you, sh- you can't work for me. Let me just put it that way. If you cannot be part of a team if you cannot be a contributing and effective member of the team go away all right but how do you know if somebody let's say somebody's having a bad day or somebody keeps screwing up or whatever how do you know whether or not they should be part of the team let's start with that and then let's get into what the book talks about this is this is from from me in my life this is what i think about and this is from a lot of experience screwing the shit up what I have figured out is there are two things I can control, one thing I can't. Well, actually, I can control all three, but there's two things that I have the most influence on. I can create structure. I can say, here's the boundaries. Here's the expectations. Here's the systems, the processes, whatever. Here's what you're responsible for. Here's what you're going to be held accountable for, right? I can create that structure. My managers can create that structure. Leaders can create that structure. On a team, there's three levels, right? There's um, the leader or owner. Then you've got the manager. Then you get the team members. And yes, there can be leaders within the team members, but there's a hierarchy there. It happens in business. It happens on a team. There's a hierarchy. Now, a good leader or a good owner can attract good managers or develop good managers. A bad one can't. They'll drive them away. So they'll take a good team and ruin it. A good manager can take a bad team and make them good. A bad manager can take a good team and make them bad. So the first thing I look at, though, when I'm thinking about this, I'm looking at structure. Do I have the right structure? The second thing I'm looking at, Did we provide enough training and coaching? 
Do we do everything we could to make sure that our team members have everything they need to compete? They've been given all the tools necessary. They've got the structure. They've got the know-how. We put the right coaches in place. We've mentored them. You know what I mean? They got everything. We've done everything that we can. So when there's a problem, I'm looking at it and saying the first two things I'm thinking is that I provide structure, that I provide training and coaching. Because the other answer is that we get the, or the other thing that I have to think about is that we get the right people in the first place. So if somebody is failing on your team and you've provided good structure, training and coaching, it's a them problem. If you haven't provided structure, training and coaching, that's a you problem. You got to fix that for them. But if it's a them problem, well, then you got a bad player. You ever notice that there's, if you follow sports or maybe even in the office, there's, there's somebody who's always on the winning team. They always show up on the winning team. Do you think that, and they go from one team to another, and whatever team they go to seems to win. What do you, th- are they a pariah or are they the reason why the team goes gets over the hump? Do, do they bring something special to that team? That teaches them how to, it's the missing ingredient, how to pull together as a team and get over the hump. You ever think about that? When we think about teams, we think about collections of really talented or skilled people. But we need to think about how they play together. How they perform. Not just by themselves, but in relationship to the people around them. In the book, they reference uh, buds, and they talk about at buds, they have, you know, basically the cream of the crop. I mean, everybody who comes there is already super. I mean, they get the best, the best of the best. But their goal is not to make super individual soldiers. Their group, their goal is to make super teams of in, uh, super soldiers. Basically, they're going to take the best of the best, but teach them how to work together. And the ones who can't figure out how to work together, they're out. The ones who figure out how to work together, rely on each other, to support each other. They're the ones who stay. That's something innate in them. We're going to talk about, um, in the next season, we're going to get into um, the ideal team player. And there are just some people, through their upbringing or whatever, it is innate to them to have some of these characteristics. Um that make them great team players. If you're a sports fan, 2023, I like the Yankees. Yankees suck. Um, I know some people who like the Mets. <laughs> the Mets suck too. Um, but the Mets spent, I mean, whole, I mean, the Yankees spend money, right? So they, they spend a lot of money to really suck this year. They're, they, they've been backwards for a while. Um, but the Mets, they spent an enormous, they brought some superstars to the Mets last year. I mean, they were stacked. They spent some, you know, even compared to the Yankees, they spent some serious money. And uh, they just got their asses beat this year. They sucked. I mean, they were smarter than the Yankees, though. They traded off the players before the deadline to get to kind of retool for next year. Um, they figured out that this hodgepodge of superstars just didn't work together for whatever reason. Um, and they're moving on. Yankees, they, they're just like, yeah, we suck. Yeah, yeah. We'll just keep paying people. We just suck. Yeah. We don't want to admit that we suck, but we suck. 
But isn't that interesting? You get a, a team of superstars. Every single person on that team's got credentials coming out their rear end. They are all great at what they do. But they can't play together. They can't put it together. So we got a structure problem, we got a training and coaching problem, or do we have the wrong people? The Mets decided they got the wrong people. They started getting rid of people. The Yankees must be thinking we don't we either don't have enough training and coaching or we don't have the right structure. They've got to own and fix whatever they think Mets decided it was the wrong people. Not saying that the people were bad people. But they couldn't make a team out of the people that they had. Not an effective team. Not a team that can win. So a Bud's, the goal is not to make the super soldier. It's to make the super team. Make the team that can win. And that gets us to the final point here. You know, We want to get the right people on the bus. But the right people on the bus are not just the people, the passengers. You need a bus driver. And they actually have to know how to drive the bus, right? You can't just like be like, who wants to drive the bus today? You got to get somebody who knows how to drive the bus to drive the bus. And you got to make sure, I, it's not a person, but you got to make sure the bus has four tires on it, right? It's got the right, it's got the right parts. And you got to make sure that the, there's a destination for the bus to go in. You don't just put people on a bus. Okay, we got, we got a team, throw them on the bus. Yeah. Has no ability to move, and it's actually isn't going anywhere anyway. Get the right people on the bus, but make sure you got a bus driver, four tires, and a destination. <laughs>